Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whenever you are here tuning in with us. Welcome back to I Swear This Will Make Sense. I'm your co-host, the ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal. I'm Angie. And I am the stuff you can't get off your uh, oven top, Sean. (laughs) They make a spray for that, you know. Do they? They do. What's it called? They sure do. (laughs) Is it called oven off? It's called Sean Off, actually. They make a special, especially for you. Just for you, Goose. I'm going to (laughs) sue. Got to look into that. I didn't sign my likeness away. Away? Away. 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 (laughs) Well, welcome back uh, to our little show here. Um, We wanted to uh, start off by saying uh, thanks to everyone who sent in some suggestions. For topics to cover, um, today we're going to be doing kind of a similar thing uh, that we did last week. We, um, I have a, a topic in mind that I would like to discuss. It was actually suggested a couple of times uh, by our wonderful listeners here. We have a suggestion box open uh, on our website and on our Instagram, and you can go and suggest things there. Uh, but yeah, we got a suggestion, and uh, I liked it, so I would like to talk about it. Sean does not know what the topic is. Um, and I thought, since we're going to be letting him know, uh, let's do it in a kind of a fun theatrical way. Sean, can we do a drum roll? We can do a drum roll, All right. I think. Let's do it. We haven't done this before. We have not done this before. Drum rolls are uh, are very dramatic, and just for the sake of being theatrical, I think we should we should go for it. Okay, so, drum Absolutely. roll, please. Today's topic, conspiracy theories. Ooh. Ooh yeah. Okay, so... I saw this topic get suggested, and I got really excited about it. I think conspiracy theories is kind of a uh, hot topic, so to speak, um, and it has a lot of interconnections a with like true crime. Issue. It's a hot button issue, Sean. It's hot, <laughs> hot case. <laughs> it's it's yeah, something it's kind of cool that I, I think everyone has uh, some kind of connection to. Uh, for me personally, when I saw this get suggested, I wanted to talk about it, but I also kind of had my own opinions going into it. I. Do not like conspiracy theories. I have strong aversions mm. to conspiracy theories, um, I, and I, I have my reasons for it. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to ask you, do you have any general thoughts on conspiracy theories as a whole, or uh, just any, any feelings about them? When I say the word conspiracy theory, do you like get hives? I don't know. What's, what's your vibe? Uh, I guess word association yeah. uh, for doing sort of that thing. Um I I have a difficult relationship to them, I think, okay. um, because there's both uh, a philosophical problem and merit to them. Mm, okay. So, um, you know, conspiracy theories about, uh, like, the world being just a simulation or that kind of thing of, you know, everything doesn't exist oh God, except we could, for we you. We could talk about simulation um, theory for a while. I think we should, because um, it's also, it, it, there's sort of another name for it. Um, though it's more specific and philosophical, uh, which is the problem of other minds. Oh, so, I know nothing about this. You see, this that, that come, come, mm, it kind of comes from uh, Descartes, and he's the one who famously said, "I think, therefore I am." Um, oh yeah, I know that one. I know that. Quote. And 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 now, obviously, the problem is older than him, and there's a lot of other things. But you can sort of link it directly to that of. Uh, the famous Cartesian skepticism of the only thing I know is that I exist in some way because I can doubt. Mm -hmm. Because I can doubt my own existence, something must be there which can do the doubting, right? Something needs to be there for the verb to be accomplished. 
So I don't know that I have a body, but I know that there's something here, which he thinks is a mind, which can doubt its existence. But then if you can't guarantee your own body, you can't really guarantee the body and minds of other people. And so, or just the world in general. And so that's uh, a, a basic version of that problem of how do I know mine is not the only brain? Mm. That I'm not the only thinking thing and that everything else is just oh, a figment or saying, yeah. uh, autonomous or whatnot. So now obviously there are other versions of the problem of other minds, but that's sort of the baseline at least in my interpretation. Tell me why you don't like conspiracy theories. I was just going to get into it. There's two main reasons why I don't like conspiracy theories. Um, The first one really has to do with just the fact that I think sometimes they kind of discredit an entire uh, knowledge and uh, the hard work of a lot of people. I think the one that kind of like ticks me off in particular is the whole Stanley Kubrick fake the moon landing thing. I'm sure you've heard of that one. Yes. I, I don't like that one. I've, I've seen a, a million ways that that theory has been debunked, uh, and I really like looking into debunking conspiracy theories. I think it's really fascinating. Um, I don't like it because the moon landing is a collective memory for a lot of people, and it was also um, a huge project put on by NASA by a lot of people that, that really care about their lives and their jobs and about the world. So it feels really like insulting to me to just be like, oh, all of these people who were alive at this time, this didn't actually happen. Let's rewrite history. I don't, um, I'm not particularly fond of that. Um, and that's kind of a small thing, to be honest. My major problem with conspiracy theories is that I think there's a lot more to them than people in our generation might think. There's been such a huge rise in the popularity of conspiracy theories, especially in like Gen Z, uh, and a huge rise in the fascination in them. I think I think you can understand this for sure. Um, but I think there's so much more to them than what's on the surface, and that's what kind of scares me. Um, I know, like you and I were talking earlier about like lizard people and how that's an anti-semitic rhetoric and it's not okay to just kind of like throw that around as a fun little conspiracy theory when in reality conspiracy theories have a lot darker undertones than than we might know uh if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. do you know what i'm saying i do i do know what you're saying you are making sense um conspiracy theories um I think have been marketed uh, a little more fun than they really are. Um, And I I think we forget that uh, these theories don't really come out of nowhere. And especially the more political they get um, or seem, uh, the more likely they're rooted in bigotry Mm -hmm. um, towards a certain... Because the thing is, is when someone presents a conspiracy theory to me, my first question, especially actually this has come up a lot with COVID, you know, I've had I've had conversations with people who believe, you know, the virus is real, but people are manipulating the numbers. Oh, yeah, COVID conspiracy theories is a whole other thing that I didn't even oh, think about. Oh, it's been a huge, huge spike. But the Absolutely. thing is, I always sort of ask, you know, who? Who's doing that? Who is and making this? Yeah, what are yeah. they actually gaining? Because the thing is... There is so much more of a reason, and as as we've seen, to um, ignore COVID if you are trying to make money, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. If you are trying to control, I, I understand the sort of like, oh, they put on masks and then after that they'll be, you know, doing all and we're being tracked. And I definitely understand not wanting to be tracked by the government. That's, you know, I don't think that's an unreasonable thing, but I also... Um, 
sort of go, you know, what we've seen overwhelmingly is every government has been super hesitant to actually follow COVID guidelines. So almost every government, except, you know, Australia, New Zealand, and other places which have uh, gotten rid of COVID or um, really reduced it to a manageable point, um, like, I just, there's no motivation for a lot of these things unless it's just evil people who are below the surface. And when you have a bunch of evil people, nameless evil people who are just evil and below the surface, they're usually a group <laughs> in some way, right? Mm-hmm. You have to find it, it never it's never just like, oh, a bunch of evil people. It's always like a specific group. And then they're the characteristics of this group. Oh, and, and oh, guess what happens when we are... start hating a specific group of people? Exactly. And so when, yeah, when you say there's a whole there's a conspiracy to cover this up, if the motivations are unclear, it that's always sort of my problem with that is, you know, but why? Why is this happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who who benefits from this? There's so much um, more. Like there's so much more below the surface and and we kind of it's interesting the ways in which, at least I have seen, conspiracy theories kind of become like a mode of entertainment, a lot like true crime. It's become mm. a way of entertaining yourself and, and a spectacle, um, which I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with. But, you know, using something as a mode of entertainment when there's really like a lot of dark shit going on under there is kind of terrifying. I'm not going to lie. And you know what that makes me think of? Um... Uh, I believe it was like a couple of months ago, you called me and said, you need to watch this documentary. And I went, let's watch it together. And we hopped on Zoom and watched this documentary on the flat earth theory. Oh Mm -hmm. my God, it was incredibly eye-opening. I I really know very little about the flat earth theory. I know very little about conspiracy theories as a whole. Um, But we watched this and I walked away like an enlightened person. I knew nothing about QAnon. I knew nothing about Pizzagate. I just, I I had absolutely no idea what any of this was. And you were explaining a lot of it as we watched. Yeah. So let's say what specifically it is, because I really recommend it. I've showed it to quite a few people now. Um, Yeah, it was quite good. It's Dan Olson, Folding Ideas on YouTube, his video, uh, In Search of a Flat Earth. It's fantastic. The first half of it is about Flat Earth. Second half of it is about QAnon. Mm -hmm. And I think... What's really good about that is he sort of delves into what is the appeal of these? Why yeah, are they yeah. so cons- persistent? And it's like, why was flat earth a thing? Like, oh, it's so obviously Yeah, why debunkable. did people why suddenly not- start believing that the earth was flat? I mean, not suddenly. I'm sure it's been around well, for longer than we is, think, but still. Yeah, what he points out, which is really important, is that if the earth is flat, then everyone or a large group of people are covering it up. And... If there is a group that is powerful enough to cover up something like the shape of the earth, then that group must also do other things. They must also be part of other things, right? Like, So what it's trying to prove is that you're being lied to in a major way. That's Mm -hmm. the point of a conspiracy theory. So that seems so ridiculous. And that's the point. You're being lied to. Yeah. Yeah. Which is horrifying. So that's what it is. I hate it. You're trying to find one main thing yeah. that's lying to you. And even if it seems ridiculous, if there's enough there, because the thing is conspiracy theories are, they also are self-affirming, right? So anyone who tells you, no, the earth is round, just proves if you believe there's a giant conspiracy that the earth is flat. Anyone who tells you that this isn't happening proves that it's happening because what else would the establishment say they're Mm -hmm. 
anything that kind of just proves itself over and over again, you should be really careful about. Yeah, exactly. Very few things are actually that consistent. Um, uh, unless they're fundamental truths. And even then we can, you know, talk about those. So I, I think, yeah, that's obviously part of why it's difficult to discuss them is that if you say, you know, no, this isn't happening, well then it just proves that there is uh, a push to censor the truth. Um, which is is difficult, uh, mainly because no one has paid me to do that, and I really wish someone. Apparently, I really all wish these left wing people have been paid off, and I'm just sitting here going, I could really use that. <laughs> and no one has paid me. No one has contacted me to say, "Hey, we'll rent you a U-Haul." Um, <laughs> Not the U-Haul. You, you know, I, no one, no one has done that. So if you are one of those, is world this an ad read? Are you leaders, transitioning into an ad read without telling me? <laughs> hey, Hi, I'd like to talk to you about HelloFresh. Are you Fresh. interested in lying to the general Are population? Are people listening to you? Try ExpressVPN. <laughs> <laughs> That's Here's... exactly what this is. But no, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm just, I think the thing is, is um, it, the, once, when someone says something, anything, they put forward a view about the earth or the planet or their lives or other people you sort of always have to ask well what is the implication of whatever you're saying so if you are you know if you believe or you say i believe the earth is flat it isn't you're not just saying i believe the earth is flat you're saying and everyone is lying to you which is then saying there is a group powerful enough to infiltrate your education systems your systems of government that's NASA, exactly what i was going all say. these different things and and that's so that's sort of like when anyone brings up um a statistic you know about uh i don't know crime in certain neighborhoods mm-hmm. you know well okay what what's the point like what are we, that's not an argument when someone just saying oh well here's a here's a yeah statistic uh statistic <laughs> here's a statistic that's not an argument that's just a statistic yeah the implication of what you're saying is the argument which i think is a lot of the problem and a lot of conspiracy theory um, the reason i'm saying that is because a lot of conspiracy theory rests on implication you don't say it outright you don't say it outright that but you there's think something there's a giant implied. pedophile ring yeah, in the government. Yeah, exactly. There's you, something being implied. Because you can't, you can't say that, that out loud, yeah. Without you prefacing to... it, as I, I promise, just get, hear me out here. I'm going to just blow your mind. Yeah, Because yeah. people, I think people generally believe they're being lied to. I think most people believe, and I think to a degree it's not untrue that large amounts of people are lying to you about things. Uh, you can go to school for it. It's called marketing. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, like so politicians lie constantly. We all lie to each other. Marketers lie yeah, constantly. Yeah. You know, like it is true you are being lied to on a large scale. Um, but there's sort of an Occam's Razor thing of the most obvious explanation. Like, if it's not clear how anyone's benefiting other than filling their satanic desires. What are you saying? That's, <laughs> that's in, that's in general, issue. walking away from watching that documentary, I kind of knew deep down that there was this almost inherent link between conspiracy theories and just straight up bigotry, but I didn't really know how direct that link was. And knowing that now, 
looking at conspiracy theory culture and, and how it's done um, in today's day and age, uh, like I said, used a lot as a, as a method of entertainment. That's really why I have a problem with conspiracy theories is most of them, at least a lot of the ones that we like to bring up and talk about and, you know, make fun of, um, have a really deep and very scary link to just just straight up bigotry. Um, so that's that's kind of my problem with it. Are there any, um, Sean, any conspiracy theories in particular? Like I was talking about my qualm with the um, Stanley Kubrick faked the moon landing conspiracy theory. Are there any theories in particular that just like grind your gears, rattle your bones, give you the ick? Um, well, yeah, the I have had experience with quite a few people who were greatly distressed by the idea that the world could be fake, that they could be in a coma imagining things. We're talking about simulation uh, theory here, yeah? Yeah. All right, let's that do it. Kind, Well, simulation and or coma, right? So oh, in right. some coma way... Oh, right, coma is a part of it, isn't it? Um, Jeez. Yeah, you know, Matrix it. style, or even just it's my own brain. And those are... The, I think there's there's sort of an important <laughs> distinction between the two, right? One it has an outside force which is simulating the world. Mm-hmm. So you need to have some motivations there. Or the one that I think more people are troubled by um is or actually I don't know. I don't know. Um there's it's a little harder to refute is I'm inventing this. I've created this world. Um and my that one has always really bugged me. <laughs> the, Simulation um, theory probably scares me the most out of everything, just because of how frightening it is to be apl- implied up front that everything you know is a lie and, and how people kind of use it as an excuse, I think is really stupid. <laughs> like, I remember there was a solid year when simulation theory was, was getting really popular and um, YouTubers like Shane Dawson were bringing it up all the time um, and it was getting brought up on the internet. And it was a, a joke. It was a huge punchline for people to go, oh, like, I don't need to do my homework. The world's fake anyways. Like, whatever. Um, and, yeah, I kind of thought it was funny at the time. I'm not going to lie. But looking back on that, it's like, oh, wow. We just t- took this conspiracy theory and implemented it into our lives and into our vocabulary in such a huge way. It's kind of whacked. Yeah. I think I, it's always sort of... I mean, for me, my question was always when someone said, you know, how do I know the world isn't real? I go, well... Is there any way of you knowing that? Like, and that's part of the conspiracy. Oh, that's right? a good point. Yeah, there's you could never know it. You could never know it. Um, you'd be tricking yourself enough that it'd be whatever. Um, but if there's no way to escape in some way, it's not really any different. Mm-hmm. Like, if would it change the way that you live your life? Yeah. If you're qualm about, you know, should I care about all this because I'm actually just in a coma and imagining it? It's like, well, so you're saying that you shouldn't care because it's fake. And I guess in some way the ultimate point is that uh, it isn't permanent, right? Mm. It's all going to fade away and it's meaningless. Like, I got news for you about life. Hey, guess what? It, we all die at the yeah, end. <laughs> it's, it's like this um, – there is no more inherent meaning, at least in my view. Some people did uh, request existentialism. So I'm going to I'm going to provide my Let's own version. Dip like, our toes into existentialism. We are going to do a whole episode life, on it. Is is your life more meaningful if 
this isn't a simulation. Yeah, that's what I'm if saying. Isn't a dream. If you're a sim, does that really make any difference? You're still you. You still have all these interactions with people in your life. Your your life has the exact same like to me at least the way that I saw it when when simulation theory was being talked about a lot. Does your life really have any more or less meaning either way? Either way, you're still here living the exact same life that you were before. Now you're just thinking about it a different way, and that's really just philosophy. So what's the issue? I think I think the main issue would be sort of a Truman Show thing in which there is some way to escape, some way your life is being ah, controlled. Ah, okay, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I think that's where simulation theory becomes a different beast. Mm-hmm. So if Can it's a coma, that's what you're, you know, Ooh, you're ugh. just like, oh, I've, I've imagined all this. My issue with the coma thing is um, I don't believe even a little bit that the human brain is capable of imagining this much and sustaining it. Uh, I I don't. I know it's a very powerful machine, according to the powerful machine itself. I mean, when we dream, we don't even, like, see faces, so there's only so much we're working with here. We're not that Um, smart. (laughs) We're pretty smart. I don't think we're um, that great. I just, I just feel like a brain, which I, I, and I've said this to you a few times, mm. is sort of my go-to line. Go for it. A brain which can be sold a book of optical illusions. <laughs> a book that's Don't even go designed... to optical illusions. Let's talk coloring books. <laughs> Adult coloring but hold books. Hold on. Hold on. But you can trick your brain yeah, to make something look like it's moving. Just because you know how to shade in on paper, and you in know a that it's not way. real, yeah, you know that it's not really moving, and it's just your and you know it's not moving, yourself. and it takes a lot of focus to get past that. Mm. I'm not doubting everything else about the human brain, but I mean, <laughs> yes, you are. Like, I, I'm just saying, I don't think a brain that cannot uh, get past an optical illusion, some squiggly lines in a paper that makes one line look squiggly, but actually it's straight, but all the other Ooh. lines are squiggly, so it looks Ooh. squiggly. Yeah. And that you're saying this brain has invented an entire world full of things that affect you happening in far-off countries that then affect you? It just feels a little ridiculous to me. I Again, I understand still why that won't be convincing for people. I have a little... Like, I do. Um... I, I... Oh, it's okay. You can finish. No, go ahead. I was just going to say that I, I, I was, as we're talking about this, I was remembering a little, like, anecdote that I have about conspiracy theories. Um, and I'm not going to say who it involves, mm-hmm. but um, I once had a person sit me down at a table and try to convince me, and I don't know how on earth we got to this, but tried to convince me that, oh, God, what was it? Hillary Clinton was, like, buying babies off the black market and like drinking their blood for adrenochrome to be immortal. Um, Mm -hmm. and I had to look this person in the eyes and just like politely nod and be like, okay, like, I don't really know what to do with that. (laughs) Thanks for telling me, I guess. I don't believe you. It's really weird. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm a very like socially kind person. So I try to just like smile and nod and like pretend like everything was normal. It was very bizarre. Have you heard of that one? Um, yes, that's QAnon. That's just that's straight QAnon. up QAnon. Oh, cool. Um, okay. I'm glad. So <laughs> the thing is, uh, with QAnon, um, here's my hot take about a, about a few things really. Um, There's just a few problems with QAnon. Well, no. <laughs> no, I'm joking. This is one, this is one thing that is applies to QAnon, QAnon, but is also sort of part of my problem with conspiracy theories in general, uh, and my problem with also being overly zealous and 
uh, talking to the people who believe them. Mm-hmm. I do believe that Hollywood hide, hide, hmm, hides child predators because they do. Like well, I think Hollywood Roman Polanski hides a lot. was given an award after you know, like Hollywood protects. Well, I, I think Child it's, it's not just that's Hollywood, but true. Yes, like right. Well, that's, like, yeah. let's focus on where QAnon often focuses okay, on, right? Go for QAnon it. often focuses on government and Hollywood, and ah, the two pillars. Uh, of the government the world. certainly protects people they shouldn't, but you know, with Hollywood, like it's not a, a secret or a conspiracy theory. You can point at the child predators who are not in jail in Hollywood. You know, <laughs> the ones who would just get away with it or get awarded down the line, right? So, but that conversation becomes muddy and almost useless when you go into their harvesting babies. You know, now we actually can't talk about anything. <laughs> now we can't talk about. Yeah, it's true. You kind like, of block the discussion off the entire conversation. Done. You can't actually it's talk about so... the issue at hand because you've just gone into QAnon shit. And now it's weird. Yeah, Wait, no. And, and so I was that, at a dinner table. I was at a dinner it. table and. This person is like, okay, so you know how, you, do you know what adrenochrome is? And I'm like, why on earth do I know what that is? <laughs> what is that? Basically, it's like a chemical that like, da 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 da. I'm like, oh my God, where are you going with this? So it's in babies. And I'm like, oh, get me out of here. Like, <laughs> what do I do? Um, yeah, if, if anyone ever tries to, to do anything like that to you, um, don't do what I did. Don't smile and nod. You can, you can argue with them. I think that's probably what they want you to do. Uh, uh, here, here's another spicy. Here's another spicy one. Spicy uh, one. Sort of it. on the same vein of what I was just saying, uh, with COVID as well. Uh, I, I have very little patience for people who deny the virus. I, I, I think, agree. But I want to say the sort of real condescending approach. And again, I get it. I've lost a lot. Yeah, we're all tired of this. We're all we we really want to get out of here. But I, uh, but also the people who are really angry when people are in some way dubious. I like I get it. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is when you have a government that does not follow health guidelines consistently, Mm -hmm. like I don't know the Ontario government in Ontario where we live. So funny that you say that. Where Doug Ford has gone back and forth, ignoring medical advice, ignoring. You know, uh, the actual uh, charting of what's going to happen over and going back and forth from lockdown and then not obeying lockdown and all these different things. That is who I'm mad at. I'm not mad at someone. I'm not happy with them, but someone who watches that happen and goes, there's no way this is real. Look how much they change the information. Yeah, have a party. Mm -hmm. I'm. I very rarely have a problem with people. I have much more of a problem with those who breed the mistrust. Oh, that's interesting. Who who are the ones? That's who, a good way who, of looking at it. Who harbor it and and maintain it, and pretend as though you know why do you not trust us? Well, you're not acting in a trustworthy way. It doesn't matter if something is still true. If you are still make if you are making it so people seem like idiots if they trust you. Right. I don't know if I agree with you there. I think I, I I think it's a good way of looking at it, but I am definitely like angry at people having parties right now. I think it's that simple. Because even though you are like as a as a citizen of any government, you are tasked with following the government. That's your 
part of your job. Mm. You're also, you know, capable of free thought, whether you agree with that or not. Mm. Um, oh, oh no. okay. What is it? If what I, I can, say? if I can butt in, I didn't Please. say partying. I said people who are dubious and skeptical. Partying oh, is different. Oh, I must have that's, misunderstood you. That's just a complete... I totally thought you were talking about, like, people who are partying, and I'm like, wow, you're being really nice to these guys. No, no, because I... Ah, like, okay, so what did I, you I, mean? I think, you know, if you party with people who you're not in a bubble with, and like, and you know you're going against regulations, and you somebody believe, well, the virus won't affect me, like, that's... You're going to kill people. Um... When people are like, I think the government is manipulating the numbers with the virus, you know, and, oh, I just have this, you know, one relative who who's you know, older, but they're, they've been fine. I mean, that, again, I don't, like, I, it's not wise. It's dangerous. And there's a lot of, re- like, I, I don't like that. It, it makes me very upset. But the people I'm most mm. upset with, I believe it's important to know who to direct your anger towards. And for me, actually, sure. I think the government, the who is tasked to who the government is tasked to us. We we do, are not tasked to follow them. I don't. I don't think. Um, I I think there's a, there's think a back and forth. If a you want, we could talk about that too. Well, if you if you want, you know, society to to be maintained in a healthy way, you need to have a government which can be trusted to, in some way, order to citizens to have. Well. Yeah, you know, but I, the thing is, is that. Um, when you go back and forth on lockdowns, when you change guidelines for economic reasons, when your cabinet still sneaks out, what you are doing is you are telling people we can't be trusted. And Damn, okay. I, 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 I just think that's, that's sort of it. And uh, you, the thing is, I, just, I still trust doctors. I still trust the entire medical world when it comes to this virus. And that's who I follow in terms of guidelines, in terms of practices, in terms of staying in my house. That's a good rule of thumb, yeah. But I think for some people, you know, like, where they're getting their health information, and the thing is, is they should be able to get their information about this from the government reliably. And if any government starts changing it because they want certain things, like we saw, we went from six feet to three feet. The CDC, you hear about that? I because they wanted to open that, schools no. again, you know. So mm. I just when you do that, and someone doesn't have access to as many resources to look at to do their own research, and the government keeps changing the rules of the thing that they're supposed to follow. I just that's who I'm mad at is is the mistrust that you are creating. I I, I yeah. So I think. My issue is that so many issues have to be resolved by people who are not demonstrating a consistent level of trustworthiness. So, sure. for example, okay. if uh, a reservation um, in Canada, right, uh, was very skeptical of receiving vaccinations, there's an actual history there of vaccinations being used to sterilize people. Or, ah, you mean like an indigenous reserve? Yeah, indigenous reserve, right? Yeah, okay. Like, re- or reserves. Um, I God, I hope my terminology is correct there. Uh, do you know what I mean, though? Like, is that conspiratorial mm-hmm. or is that a history? The, these things are, are complicated. And if something is difficult and needs to be done, like gun control, vaccinations, COVID, that's why you need a government that's that is consistent and also beholden to the people. 
I think mm-hmm. one of the reasons conspiracy theories are getting, and this is going to be my point, that's what I'm going to say, gain okay. a lot of traction, I is that we, we overwhelmingly have people in government who cannot be trusted. I'm and actually have demonstrated that they can't be trusted, have gone back on hmm. things, have lied. And I think because these things are so easily disprovable now, when someone lies in, in, in the government, it's no longer just, a, oh, a politician lied and it's in the news the next day. It's instant. Everyone goes, this is a lie. And it's all over Twitter. And it's all over Instagram that this guy lied about this thing. But then they do it anyway. We, obviously, Trump is the, uh, is the biggest example. But it's just true uh, altogether. Yeah. I, I don't believe in being completely contrarian to everything the government says just because you don't like them. Hmm, that's fair. But I you know, also... I'm, I'm actually really that's, glad that that's... That's the, my the, issue the with conspiracy theories yeah. is, is that one of the reasons they're gaining prominence is like we need... any If anyone is in power, assuming we have a society which relies on someone or some group being in power and they cannot be trusted, when they need to be trusted, they won't. And then to blame the people for that even if you're frustrated with them, even if you're annoyed, you hate them, you know, I'm not going to give that same uh, kindness to QAnon because uh, there are just racists. There are just yes. racists and racists. But the thing just is, did QAnon gain yeah. a lot of prominence because of Donald Trump? Obviously. So that's mm-hmm. sort of my example there, right? Of You get a lot of people in vulnerable, scary situations and then the people in power can't be trusted to do the right thing. You know, I'm I'm glad you brought that up, and I'm glad that that was the point that you wanted to make. It's it's funny actually because the last question that I wanted to ask you as we're moving towards wrapping up is why are conspiracy theories so popular? Uh, like, why do we think that they're so popular? Both with, um, you know, with our generation or with with other generations or just with different groups of people. Um, to me, it kind of seems like conspiracy theories is a really broad term. Uh, and it mm-hmm. covers a lot of ground and it covers both that ground that we talked about, which is um, entertainment and spectacle and then genuinely believing in something um, as, as kind of a, a fact to turn to. To me, I feel like there's a lot of reasons why conspiracy theories might be really popular. I think they can be popularized by uh, a celebrity or uh, an Internet persona. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be used for entertainment and just like a lot of things in entertainment, they gain popularity and, and kind of get sent up. Um, I think a big reason why conspiracy theories are really popular is because people need to turn to some sort of explanation when something doesn't make sense to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a really you know general statement for me to make, but I think it applies here. Just saying that I think people turn to conspiracy theories as a way of explaining something that they don't understand. Um, or explaining away something that they don't like, as we're seeing with the case of the Flat Earth Theory. Um, that connection to bigotry there when flat earthers, uh, at least as was demonstrated in that, in that documentary, um, wanted to, to build a, you know, white world with no visible difference and nothing to make them uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and using a conspiracy theory to explain away and logic away something that you don't like and something that you are afraid of. That is why I think they're so popular and that's why I don't like them. That's why I don't like them. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, is there any other reasons why you think they might be? I guess really the one popular? thing we didn't touch on, but we, I think both mm-hmm. of us acknowledge that there are some things which have begun as conspiracy theories and have been true. Oh, like what? Uh, well, in terms of um, things like MKUltra. Oh, yeah, MKUltra and um, 
uh, just like the whole conspiracy theory of like, oh, the government's spying on you through your phone. Yeah. Webcam. Well, like Snowden happened. And, like this and, is a and thing. So there, there is some truth to. Some to of me, this, that's sort of the epitome part. of what I was trying yeah. to say. Of yeah. Do you want conspiracy theories to consist? For, uh, you know, persist forever. Then, so, then just keep doing that because that's what that's what I'm talking about. Is that just there have been things reality. Which begun life labeled as conspiracy theories and have turned out to be true. See, and, that's what I mean. Like conspiracy theories is such a broad term; it covers complete falsehoods and some things that have turned out to be true. And there's some that are you know a little more lighthearted or, or seem lighthearted to begin with, and some that are really dark and 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 frightening. Mm-hmm. MK Ultra is one of them. I, I MK Ultra scares the shit out of me. Exactly, and it I think should. I'm just a very weak-hearted person. <laughs> no, I think it should. I think it should. Yeah, you're probably right. It well, seems I think we've we're um, come. Yes, come to the end of our time here. Mm-hmm. We're coming to the end of our little uh, our little session here, talking about conspiracy theories. Uh, but that was pretty fun. I, I I don't know a lot about conspiracy theories, but I I like talking about them. Um, it's just talking with you as you're such a knowledgeable person is one of my little access points to the world of uh, understanding these kinds of things. Um, I mean, I think this is one that if there's interest, we could do, we could talk more about it. Um, I, I, we also touched on existentialism. I, I would really like to do a whole episode on yeah, existentialism. Um, we definitely, I, I know that's been a suggested topic as well. So we, we can uh, revisit if you topics. have suggested that, yeah. we're not far off. If you, um, we're not far off from if you, if you enjoy definitely. certain topics or believe there's more to say, or there's a specific thing we think we didn't touch on that we worth a whole episode. I, I think it, yeah, I think it's a good idea actually to have, uh, uh, it opened that if you say, hey, you should revisit this topic, you didn't consider this, and that would really reframe the discussion, uh, absolutely suggest that to us. We have that suggestion box open for any number of things. Yeah, absolutely. We're here with uh, open hearts, open minds. Um, and that, that brings me on to the next thing that I wanted to talk about before we wrapped up. Um, but before I get into that, Sean, is there anything else you want to say about conspiracy theories or just Not today. Any, any, any parting words? You're good? <laughs> right on. Good for us. Good for us. Um, I wanted to say a uh, very exciting little announcement. In case you haven't seen already, we have a website. Woo! We have a lovely little website and a nice little domain name. Uh, and we feel like real boys. Um, yeah. Our website is available to uh, link up to if you go to our Instagram at it will make sense pod at it will make sense pod. Uh, there's a little link tree in our bio. You can go there and check out our website. Um, also, all of our podcasts are available there through that link. Uh, and on that website, you can send us feedback. Uh, there's also a Google Forms in that link where you can send us suggestions. Uh, we'd really love to hear from you because we want to uh, know that we're making good, good quality, wholesome content for you people. Um, and yeah, please keep sending us suggestions because they're really quite fun. Uh, and we will do them as we did today. So thank you for joining us. I had quite a lot of fun talking about conspiracy theories. And I'm looking forward to uh, getting on to the next pod. And hopefully we'll talk about something else that boggles our minds and makes us talk a lot yes thank you for joining me goose i love you very much i love you too uh thank you very much for this topic and this discussion goose you know i treasure this podcast i treasure it very much i do i do truly treasure this podcast thank you goose i love you love you too bye